we walk around pretending that there's a level of predictability because we're not faced as we are through a pandemic with just how uncertain the world is. So I feel like there's power in recognizing that this world is as uncertain as the pandemic has made it obvious about. Mother Jumpers is a podcast for mothers ready to jump into what's next after motherhood. As mothers, our focus is to raise our children and give our energy to others. It's an amazing and big job, one that comes with some amazing highs and some challenging lows. Somewhere along the way, a gnawing voice gets in our head, calling us to find something else, something that inspires us to find our passion, follow a dream, or make some money. Weekly, we talk with women who have successfully navigated the jump from motherhood into a career path that has given them a sense of personal fulfillment. And we have candid discussions on the why, the how, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, with stories that inspire, inform, and motivate mothers hoping to make their own jump. to this episode of Mother Jumpers. I haven't recorded an episode in several months, mainly because I was busy with some other things. But now, on this day of Thursday, March 26th, we're in new times and interesting times. And something called the coronavirus has forced many of us, well, most people in the world to change their habits. And especially here in the US right now, we're under a lockdown in a lot of cities. But there's no better time to be doing podcast episodes than now, I think, especially around the coronavirus, our lockdown situation, and how we're handling that with our families and our communities. Um, So today, my guest is an awesome, amazing woman. Her name is Rain Diaz, and she's a very, very good friend of mine, but also runs her own leadership coaching company, It's The Impact. And Rain's also a mother. And she balances and juggles a lot. She lives in New Orleans. She's a lot of fun. Um, I thought today we can talk with Rain about some of the amazing tips and advice she can share with us on kind of staying sane. I can't say it any better, just really sane in this time of being self-quarantined in our homes, staying on target of either our jobs or our life balance, and really just kind of trying to... uh, stay positive. So first of all, welcome Rain to Mother Jumper. I'm happy to have you here. Yes, me too. I am so excited. I know we've looked forward to doing this for a while and I, I'm glad we waited because now <laughs> it's, you're right, it's a better time than any. Yeah, I'm glad, you know, it, it's as much as we are all struggling with so much of this, it's like the no better time to, to talk about some topics that you can share some great input advice for with us. So 
Um, Rain, tell me a little bit about yourself and it's the impact before we uh, jump in. Great. Um, yeah, so I am, I have about 20, 25 years in the field of executive leadership myself. So I, from a very small town in North Louisiana, got myself out of, out of that by getting myself, you know, educated and moving around the country and just really um, kind of leaning into some very challenging but rewarding uh, work situations. Mm. I have been everywhere from, you know, starting a major department at the Chicago Housing Authority to running political campaigns in California and being on the ground floor here in New Orleans after Katrina, Mm. um, getting the district up and running. And so um, I've had a lot of that experience and I've always wanted to be a coach, uh, particularly a leadership coach. I believe that everyone actually is a leader and has the capability of being a leader. And so now what I do is help people achieve, you know, really big things for themselves and their community, often things that they don't even think is possible by being smart about it. And also just most importantly, not being their own worst enemy. So I have a mix of, you know, how to get things done based on my experience and um, in combined with understanding how the brain works and how to be sure that we're telling ourselves the things that are going to allow us to accomplish what it is that we want to. I love that. That's so great. I mean, we all, I don't know, I, I feel like you could help so many people in everyday life, not just leadership. Um, but that's great. And I'm so, and I mean, I know you, obviously, I know that you're an incredibly hardworking and motivated individual, and you've done some amazing things all the way back when we met in Chicago. So um, I love what you're doing with It's the Impact. I think it's amazing. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And Rain, tell me a little bit about your personal life. I know you're from yeah. you live in New Orleans, as I told everybody already, but what else would you share? Yeah. So like I said, I'm from a very small town. Uh, I went to the same school, kindergarten through 12th grade, uh, with a town of 200. My senior class was 17. Wow. Um, and I like to share that because, you know, someone who grew up where I did um, and sort of had the lack of education that I got and who's been able to do the things that I do. Um, a lot of what I incorporate in my coaching is, you know, the skills and the vision it takes to really harness where you want to go in life and get there sort of regardless of the circumstances. So grew up very poor. Um, I now, after, you know, having my own business and I'm 45 now, I was a first time fiance at 43. So I was sort of a unicorn compared to uh, a lot of people in the <laughs> My husband came as a package deal. <laughs> and uh, so it, they are, they were two and six when I met them. And uh, now they're eight and 12 and have a wonderful, wonderful life where we get along with their mother. And uh, yeah, I feel really on one hand, really, really blessed. But also I think sometimes I make sure to give myself credit for all the things I did to get myself here with this amazing life that I feel like I have now. Right. You should. I mean, you've done it. You, you worked hard and you're an incredibly giving and wonderful person. So you deserve it. Um, <laughs> thank, you. Uh, thank you for sharing. Okay. So 
Rain, I mean, obviously, again, this is such unprecedented times being kind of quarantined in our homes for the most part for we don't even know how long. How are you kind of trying to stay focused? Because I know you're, you still have a lot of coaching clients happening. Um, you know, how are you trying to find balance with everything? Yeah, so I think, you know, I am consider this a blessing in terms of me taking the things that I work with people on and really digging deep on them with myself. So what does that mean? It means that I am really embracing the fact that the world is no longer what we knew it to be. And that in that there is opportunity, in that there is innovation, in that there is freedom, right? So really just trying to embrace and let go of any notion I thought the way the world should exist and the way that I should do things. And, you know, I know that there's scariness in that and discomfort in that, but I would also argue that with the right mindset and with the right intention, there's an amazing amount of opportunity in that. And so that would be one point. I think the second is really grounding in resetting goals for yourself. And, and I mean, short-term goals, like what is something that you would just love to accomplish in the next 30 days? And, and for some people that might literally be, I need to have an income source coming in, right? For some people, they may be luckier in that regard. And it might be that they want to have a stronger relationship with their children, or they want to learn a skill, but just being super clear on how to envision what the world could look like for you that would excite you. And then the third thing is really exploring your own thoughts, what it is you're telling yourself about your world and your situation right now, and giving yourself the tools to ground on other thoughts. So one of the things that I do a lot is teach people, for instance, the difference between facts and thoughts. Mm. The reality is most things in the world are thoughts. We have, as humans, about 60,000 thoughts a day. And let's be frank, I do this, you probably do this. Many of those thoughts are negative. But because we are not versed as a human you know, race in psychology, we sort of go through this world thinking that those things we're telling ourselves are facts. And so what I've been doing a lot of lately is, you know, it might be, it's a fact that there's a pandemic. It's a thought that you know, everything around us is going to be terrible because of it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. And so what other thoughts could be true, right? And different thoughts, it's not to say argue with the thought. It's not to say pretend the thought doesn't exist. But what other ways can you think about something that allows you to feel differently so that you can take action that's going to get you to these goals, for instance, instead of, you know, which I admit I've been caught doing a little bit myself lately sitting on the TV and eating Doritos and binging out on reality TV. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> I mean, even the best of us get yep. caught up, right? Um, but I do think those strategies can really, can really help people. So I've also been rethinking my space and figuring out what can I do now that the world is different and how can I get more information out to people about how they can stay sane and still achieve more during this time. So I've been doing free sessions with people and, you know, I've been finding that even within 45 minutes, giving people the ability to name what they want to be different in Mm -hmm. 30 days, be clear about a few actions they need to take to get there 
and remove all of the thinking that's going to prevent them from taking that action, people are seeing results. I mean, I had someone Friday who their whole business is trivia night at bars, Mm. right? So as you can imagine, they've completely lost everything right now, right? And he has a small child. He's a single dad. You know, his child is five. And through thinking about, you know, his goal, which was I need to bring income in, that's a clear goal. How much? By when? We got that straight. Then, you know, by thinking about how to do that, he came up with some really cool ideas. What if I pre-booked all of my sessions in the fall and asked to be invoiced for those? What if I asked to do some fee sharing with other organizations around the country who do this same sort of work? Mm-hmm. Right. And when we, then I said, well, what, what, what are you telling yourself that's holding you back from doing that now? And what we realized for him, the thinking was, you know, I'm putting people out if I ask for this, I'm putting people out if I reach out. And what we uncovered, which is also true for him, is the thought that people really want to help right now. Mm-hmm. So imagine that. Imagine thinking, wow, I don't want to put people out to people really want to help right now. You can imagine the feeling difference and the action you might take from that feeling, right? And so giving people, you know, encouraging people to really examine the ways that they're telling themselves it's possible and not possible and giving them the tools to rethink those things is what I enjoy doing the most. That I got the chills hearing that. Sorry, that sounds, Mm. but I really powerful. And be simple, right? Like, yeah, but that way. But this, you know, I think part of the challenge with what we're going through right now is the fact that our our brains we don't know what to make of this. You know, it's it's scary. It's un. You know, the the how long this is going to last is unknown. We have no clear answers. It's not. We're not even sure how people are getting it. You know, with the disease. Um, So I feel like most of our thoughts are just swirling around in this scary space, right? So it's hard, I think, for people to change that makeup of their brain and say, okay, let me shift the the thinking or put it in tone. So I like that tip, though, as far as, you know, kind of trying to rephrase it, restate it. And there's a few things you can do. I mean, one, it is good to have a grounding goal. Because having clarity on what it is you want to have achieved by a certain date will add some pressure to thinking. Like it it grounds it in an infrastructure, Mm -hmm. right? So instead of just fighting random thoughts, you're like, okay, if I want to become really good, if I want to box, right? I want to home box, right? And then I think the actions I need to take to do that, I need to buy these things. I need to put something on my schedule. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that someone's taking care of the children. Those are all the actions, right? Right. And if what you're telling yourself at the same time is, oh my God, this pandemic is happening. I don't know what's going to happen. You're going to feel afraid. And that feeling of fear is not going to allow you to spend that time boxing and build like that peace and stress reliever that you need. Right. right. What if the thought instead that you could get yourself to yeah. was, was this is the one time in my life where I can actually spend more time doing things that I want to do than I've ever had. 
Yeah. I love that. Which is not untrue, right? It's not that it's an untrue thought, but our brains go through, our brains are wired to go through the same thinking all the time. The other thing about fear and uncertainty is it's there to protect us. It was there to protect us when we were a baby and we are, when we were a child. And what has happened though, as time goes on, as we become adults, is those thought patterns don't go away. And we end up trying to be in a place, our brains try to overprotect us, in other words, mm, right? Right. So that's, that's one point is grounding in the goal. Point two is, and this I, I said to a client today, I said, you know what's interesting is the world is never certain. But we, are, we walk around pretending that there's a level of predictability because we're not faced as we are through a pandemic with just how uncertain the world is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's power in recognizing that this world is as uncertain as the pandemic has made it obvious about. Right. Yeah. So, and all we can do every day, regardless of there's a pandemic or not, is make decisions with the information that we have today. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, that's great. You're so true. It's so true because we're all like, hang, I don't want to say hanging by a thread, but I feel like life <laughs> yeah. is truly uncertain. I mean, you know, we, we go along just thinking our, our kind of assuming we're going to be fine, uh, you know, that nothing will happen to us. And then, but the truth is it does, it can, things can happen to any of us. Um, but we just stay, we sit in more of a, a comfortable position, I think. And I think we get, I don't want to say complacent, but we get kind of set in our ways as far as like our, our comfort zones. Right. So I think we're, we were all very much in, in our comfort zone for a very long time. And I mean, I'll be honest, like I'm interested to see how things change and shift after this is all said and done because it's going to have to, it's in one way, hopefully it will create better outlooks on life and interactions with the universe and our earth and other people. But it's again, like, it's hard to, to, get out of the negative when you're, when you sit in fear. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's, that's so powerful that you just said, because if we go with the the psychology that is, that is the case here, which is that thoughts create emotions, emotions drive our actions. Mm. Right now, there are a lot of thinking going on that we should be afraid. And that, that fear is legitimate. So I don't want to say it's not, I don't want people to think, oh, I shouldn't be afraid. You know, be afraid. I mean, Another tip I would give is just, okay, so be afraid a little bit right now, but don't be afraid of being afraid, mm-hmm. right? Sit in the fear because it's okay if you can't, you know, sometimes, look, I've had those moments too. Like, I think I was joking with you recently that I've had more Doritos in the last two weeks than I have in five years, right? So, <laughs> so like, right? Like, so, so it, I have those moments too where I can't quite get myself to a better place, and, and the backup there is be okay with the feeling, knowing that that's all that it is, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to die from being afraid. You're just going to be afraid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's also a powerful way to think about it. Really powerful. I mean, yeah. And, and what's so interesting is what you're talking about. If we weren't going through this this situation right now, it's pandemic and stuck in our houses and unable to socialize, like 
a lot of us still sit in fear. You know, I mean, the whole reason I started this podcast, well, the whole reason I started Mother Jumpers was to help motivate moms who wanted to get back into work after motherhood because a lot of times we sit here, we get stuck in our in our head and and have fear about, you know, not succeeding, uh, falling down, not being able to find something that will work with our schedules, all that stuff. We're just sitting in a different kind of fear, I think, now. Yeah. I mean, the world has said, okay, so let's all be in fear together and let's Stop pretending that we weren't already operating that way in the first place, mm-hmm. right? It's just that now we have, in, in some ways, uh, it legitimizes the fear that we have. And I would still say the challenge then becomes, what are you going to do about that? I mean, my own personal story a bit here on this is I have been you know, under a journey to transform my own business and to really work most exclusively with leaders on exactly what I'm talking to you about, setting clear goals, making them more aggressive than they can possibly imagine, and, you know, getting to the actions they need by by harnessing the thinking they need mm-hmm. to, to get there. And I do that because I know what it's like to be your own worst enemy. And I know deeply what that's like. And I have personal experience around that. And as I was going through my own business transformation, I was doing those same things. I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. And am I well enough on this? And I was finding myself sort of unhappy in my business in 2020 already. The interesting thing is the the pandemic has led me to a place where I have leaned way into doing this work now, mm-hmm. right? With my current clients new clients. I have a webinar scheduled on Monday that I would never have done this early on this topic. And, you know, so for me, that's a result of thinking like, okay, so the world needs this right now. I could easily not go to that thought. I could easily go to, oh my God, especially in New Orleans where things are pretty bad, but I have chosen to go to a thought that's also equally accurate to me, which is the world needs this right now. And that's keeping me empowered. It's keeping me moving. It's keeping me productive. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's awesome, Rain. I mean, really. And uh, you're right. <laughs> the world really needs us. And it's just amazing how for you and this, your business, like this is a, it kind of has, I don't want to say presented, I don't want to say presented an opportunity, but you're seeing the opportunity. I think you're shifting and you're staying on, on target with what you want, which is really amazing. And I think it's part of the challenge we all face right now is staying on target with our goals, you know, whether it's career-wise or work, uh, body, you know, health-wise with especially, you know, mac and cheese like I did for lunch today um, (laughs) and or the wine consumption that I've (laughs) been partaking Mm -hmm. in since this all came down. um, My personal, you know, health goals have not been on target, but let, let me ask you this because you know, we, again, we don't know how long this is going to last. Some people are saying, you know, at least two months. If for, you, you talk about a 30 day kind of challenge, if, for example, like if you want to, how do we, how do you teach or what do you say to people that are like, okay, I want to get on a health kick starting next week and I have 30 days to shift that. How, how what would be the first step, you know, to get there? Yeah. Yeah. So I think first just, deciding like 
a vision for yourself? Like, what does it look like in 30 days? And I don't mean for weight loss or the physical stuff. I mean, that's great too, if you have that, but what does it literally look like? Like, what does success look like? I think a lot of people fail because they don't have a clear vision of success. And, and as an example, it might be, I just literally did this with a leader this week who was feeling great about the work and is at home and is like, gosh, if I could just get some time to work out. And my first question was, okay, what would that look like? What would that literally look like? What would you do, right? And he knew what he would do. He knew based on what's worked for him in the past. And I said, okay, great. I did another little coaching trick, which is to get as specific as you can about like what you would do to make that happen. So I said, all right, so how many days a week do you want to do that? And it's funny when you start doing this with people and you can do this with yourself because people are like, oh, okay, now we're getting a little real here, right? Mm -hmm. So, and he kind of gave a vague-ish answer. Well, I could do, you know, five days. I could do seven. I said, no, my question was how many days a week do you plan to do? Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm going to do three. I said, okay, great. What time of day are you going to do it? Right? So, and then it was now, and he got to that. He said, I don't do well in the morning. Like, I know myself well enough. I'm going to do noon to one, three days a week. And I said, now, how are you likely to be in your own way in making sure that that happens? Right? And it yeah. was when, when my coworkers call on me to do work. Right. Now, this is a common challenge. So I want everyone to know that this set of skills I'm talking about is not special. You know, I'm not special. Rain's not special because she's doing mindset work and it's a pandemic. Anybody can really do this because that's a common one. And, and he said, I said, so appointing people, work people by not addressing them when they call you. I said, what if the thought was people want you to take care of yourself? And he was like, you know what they do? They keep telling me that, right? And so, again, we go from what does success look like? What are the actions you need to take to do there? And what story are you telling yourself that's helping you? And what story are you telling yourself that's not helping you, mm. right? And so if you can do, I mean, you can do that. Anybody can really do it. I mean, it's, it's powerful, but not that difficult, right? So do you, I mean, it, it sounds like it's very much putting clear steps down on paper that you see and visualize so that you have a plan. It's like a plan basically, right? A plan and, and, the, and, and a knowledge of the story you're telling yourself uh. and how it might need to shift, right? Because here's the thing, you can have the plan, but if your story you're telling yourself is that when I don't respond to my coworkers emails immediately, I'm disappointing them then you're going to pick your coworker's email versus working out at noon like you said you would. Right. Yep. That makes sense. Where, right. Where if you say, you know what, my coworkers want me to take care of myself, then you're more likely to do that noon workout. So it's both. Clear goals, clear action, and what story am I telling myself and how's that helping or hurting me? I like that. That's really, that makes a lot of sense. Would you do this? Could you apply this? as well when it comes to kind of managing um, your emotions and fears, mm -hmm. you know, because again, I think part of the reason why in this situation we're in, it's easier to kind of overeat or comfort eat, I yeah. should say, um, and, and maybe not get your workouts in. I mean, I think, or, you know, 
for example, one of the things I really want to get done is finally clean out my closets, you know? Mm. Um, but it's like, I keep getting wrapped up with the kids homeschooling and I'm too tired by the end of the day, or, you know, I just want to lose myself in a, in a, like the tiger King show on Netflix or something. But, (laughs) um, I guess my question is like, how do you take yourself out of that almost like paralyzing fear that we are all feeling a lot, you know, to be able to motivate, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a great question. It's a great question. And remember, there are sort of two options here around this. One is to, is to work on changing the emotion or to lean into the motion, emotion, okay. right? Which leaning into the emotion allows you to get through it more on the other side too, right? If you, if you resist fear, the resistance is going to make it more present and make it more powerful. It's like you're pushing a stone into a rock and you're creating friction, right? Where if you push the rock through water, the rock keeps going, Uh right? So that's one is, is because what's happening when we're doing the food and we're doing the alcohol and we're overworking, all that stuff is we're buffering. We're trying to avoid feeling a certain kind of way. So one is to acknowledge how you're feeling, sit with it through you, right? And the other, again, is to explore the thinking, like, what are you telling yourself that is, that is prioritizing, you know, time away from organizing the closet, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. One thing I would ask you on this one is a real example. So another powerful thing that people can do for themselves as they set goals is answer the why. So why is cleaning your closet so important to you? Tell me, tell me why, what's behind that? Um, well, (laughs) I like, (laughs) I believe one, a friend once said to me, organization is half the battle. And I think it's one of my favorite sayings. And it's so true because when you're organized, the rest of life just kind of falls into place, right? Well, I mean, for the most part. So, um, and I love clothes, as you know, and fashion, and I love getting dressed up and um, it's just, it's pretty, it's my art form, you know? So, and my closet is really a special place I like to hang out in kind of, (laughs) and uh, it's really a mess right now. And I, you know, because I'm not really going to be shopping for a while, I want to kind of make like use more of stuff that I never touch in my closet. So several reasons. I love that though. So this is so powerful what you're doing right now. And I love doing this with clients too. And I would encourage people who are listening, who want to try this out to try it, which is, which is you're naming something much bigger than cleaning the closet. Cleaning the closet is an action that you're saying it brings me joy, right? It brings me organization and it makes me feel good because I feel pretty and wonderful in my clothes. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's powerful because think about if you're if you are thinking about making time to organize your closet versus making time to feel happy, to feel organized and feel beautiful, which one of those feel more motivating to you? Well, I guess the last one, the three things. Yeah. 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 And so, so asking, so, so when you're saying to yourself, I'm not making, when you're not making time for that, then you're not making time to be happy, to be organized and to feel beautiful in your clothes. It's not that you're not making time to clean your closet. <laughs> and that's what we call the why, right? The why, why, why is this important to you? And sometimes the thing you got to go to is the why. 
right? Because that, that's why you want to do it. I mean, I could hear the, literally, I could hear the tone in your voice change when you talked about what it would do for you to clean that closet. I could hear it just even in the tone of your voice, right? And so the question becomes, you know, what can you do? Well, find a time when, you know, how, let's just try it out here and see what happens. How long do you think you need to clean your closet to organize it? How long do I need? Um, yeah. I would say at least probably three hours. Okay. So three hours it is, right? You want to do a three hour block. Yes. Um, when, when most likely would you want to do that? And let's pretend that you get to choose the world's ideal in these scenarios, right? We'll bring in all the barriers too, but the world right now is ideal. When ideally would you budget those three hours? Um, I, the, the, <laughs> I'm leaning towards the weekend given that there's no homeschooling and mm-hmm. I can have the daddy take care of the children. So no. I would say weekend, but I'm feeling so motivated. I want to do it right after we stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go for it there too, if you want. <laughs> I might, that? I might start it. Look, if if you were a real client and this is a real session, probably what I would do is say, why don't you, if you, yeah, that feels great. If that feels good to you, do an hour to start right now. Okay. Go do an hour to start. Right. And don't take on the three hours. Maybe that's too much. If you go beyond, go for it. But if you're feeling it and that's what you, you're, you're motivated by the happy and joy that it's going to bring you start there. And at the same time say, okay, when am I going to do the other two hours? Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and be on the lookout. Here's what'll happen. This happens with everybody, right? The world is going to give you all sorts of signals why you can't do that time that you honored. So be expecting it because expecting it helps, right? Don't be caught off guard and then be prepared to ground into why you're doing it. When it happens, when those thoughts happen, go back to, this is what it's bringing me right? And go to a way of thinking or thought that's going to help you get in that closet and do this, right? And what can that thought be? I mean, I have a guess, if you don't mind, I might take it because I know you. So can I, can I guess on a thought that might help you? Sure, please go. I love looking fashionable. Oh, okay. I'm writing that down. <laughs> right? I mean, versus what might happen, I don't have time. There's the kids schooling, there's this and that. Sure. You feel, you think those, you feel anxious. You hear like you, 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 you go to, I, gosh, I love looking fashionable. Then yeah. you feel a certain kind of way and you're like, yeah, let me go in and clean this closet. You yeah. Know? It's very motivating, you know, and, and, and kind of inspirational too. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks rain. I'm very motivated to clean my closet now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I will make time. I love your closet. You've got some amazing things in that closet. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and I can't wear them anywhere. I got to start wearing them on my Zoom calls. Um, that's awesome. Thank you, Rain. That's really exciting and um, helpful for me. And I guess I, what I'd ask is just, again, you know, given where we're at, is there anything, other advice you might want to give people listening as far as, you know, trying to... I want to say trying to accomplish some stuff or stay sane during this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just sort of repeat to put it all together to make it easy. Right. Like, like set a clear vision 
um, a clear goal, right? I would suggest during this time they're short term because I think that this is a unique opportunity in the world to rethink everything. So why have a long-term thing right now? We don't know what's going to happen in 30 days. We are stuck in the house. What do you want to make the most out of that time, right? So being clear about that, having a clear plan for how you're going to do it, you know, when are you going to do it? What steps are you going to take to do it, right? And then really exploring, what am I telling myself that's going to help me do this because it's giving me the emotions I need to, to move it forward? Or what am I telling myself that's getting, you know, all of the pandemic thinking that's happening too, right? Like the fact is there is a pandemic. The fact is some people are dying, but all, a lot of other thoughts beyond that, I would recognize their thoughts. And while they might be argued to be accurate, what I say to people is put them to the side. You don't have to argue with them put them in a lane, move them to the right lane, just because if they're in front of you, they're going to stop you. And the goal here is not to change or argue with the thoughts. It's to say, you know what, thought, that's not helpful to me right now. It's not allowing me to be productive. It's not allowing me to take care of myself. It's not allowing me to take care of my children. So I'm going to put it in the right lane, right? The other things I would say is when you are feeling fear and you are feeling and 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 you can't sort of get out of that in that moment because sometimes you just can't just be okay with it don't fight it mm. right rest in it you know there's nothing more there's no not a better way to get through anxiety than to move through it that's what meditation's about that's what yoga's about um and so don't try to fight it would be the other thing and and maybe the thing we haven't talked about that that would be helpful is, is find something every day that you can be grateful for and name those things and reach out. And if it involves a person, reach out and be kind, because that's the other thing that I think is going to help us all get through things right now is, is being kind to others as much as we possibly can. Yeah. That's all just great. I literally just wrote down everything you said. <laughs> and, I mean, it's really good advice and tips. And I, I, I just, I'm very grateful for you, Rain, because you bring a lot of positive to the world. And I think this is going to be super helpful to a lot of people out there. Oh, good. Well, it is, I mean, you know, I think the world of you and I think you're amazing. And I love what you're doing with this podcast. I know it's a dream of yours too. And so proud and inspired to be part of it. And um, any, you know, just the little time we have today to help anybody listening, you know, be okay in the world right now and know that they can still accomplish things and they can still take care of themselves and they are going to be okay. I just feel appreciative for so thank Thank you. <laughs> Again, thank you so much, Rain. You're uh this is just very I feel better today. <laughs> Good. Good. That's my goal. <laughs> and I'm gonna go to my closet here soon. But um <laughs> Well, I'm going to say a big thank you to Rain Diaz of It's the Impact. And, you know, Rain, maybe we can touch base in 30 days and see how things are going with everybody. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. And, you know, this works really well for people live time, too. And so, you know, any way to get the word out that this kind of support is available. And, you know, I've been doing free calls to help people. Like, I want to help as many people as possible. So feel free to just help get the word out as much as you can about this being out here and 
it's being a resource for people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I just, I can't, I think a lot of people need this right now. So um, we will share, have a wonderful day. I I'm thank sending you. you virtual love to new Orleans and everybody down there. And um, thank you for everybody listening to this episode of mother jumpers. Thank you. Much love to everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mother Jumpers. I am your host, Monica Rolliter, a fellow mom looking to make a new jump. Mother Jumpers is created in Los Angeles and edited by Jason Crow. To become a part of the Mother Jumper community, please visit us at www.themotherjumpers.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Mother Jumper and Facebook at Mother Jumpers. I'd love to hear from you if you're a mother jumper and want to share your story. Or if you're looking to make a jump, please send us questions that we can ask on an upcoming episode. You can email me at monica at themotherjumpers.com. Also, share mother jumpers with your friends and family and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much and have a great week of jumping forward. Jumping forward.